1: Young creatives aged five to ten are in for a treat this weekend with an illustration workshop with Lisala Halapua. This uh, Sunday, the eighteenth of october, twelve thirty to 1:30. It will be an hour of storytelling in English and Tongan. Drawing and colouring fun. Lasala was a finalist in the two thousand and seventeen New Zealand Book Awards for children and young adults, and is a New Zealand Tongan author and illustrator who brings his Tongan grandmother's stories to life in his Island Fables picture book series. Kia ora, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning. Can you start by telling us a little bit about your background?
0: uh my background um i was born in uh, fiji um, moved to england Hawaii and then finally came here I was about eleven and um yeah uh, um i guess that's my brief bio sure um, and i guess i'm uh, <laughs> uh, uh trying to um, uh, become a children's book uh illustrated author now.
1: So where does the Tongan uh, connection come in?
0: Oh, well, my dad's Tongan. Um, and uh, so all, all these stories are uh, ones he told me that came through either, uh, many my grandmother, but also my grandfather too.
1: And were they books? Uh, in the sense that you know them or were they passed down orally like are they, are they um well-known uh, picture books in tongan
0: um these ones are, uh or all told me orally um uh, some of the stories especially the mouse and the octopus are very well known and you will see um you'll, you'll see that story in a lot of mediums um, people have made little cartoons videos um songs uh that's a very popular one um all the stories i know um my dad would be working because he was the youngest of like eleven and so um as everyone else aged out and you know moved moved out from home he um uh soon found himself uh, it was just him. And his parents, and uh, as the only child left, he was the one that was um, uh, would help out on the the, the little family, um, the little family plot. Um, and after a day of you know working in the garden, or whatever, they'd be walking, walking home, and um, sort of as a little reward or just you know just pass the time between you know the mother and the, the son, or sometimes the father and the son, they would um, you know tell them little stories and. Uh, and uh, as he told me uh, uh, we just sort of um, put them into picture form
1: So um, i I mean often a lot of the stories that are told to us through our parents or grandparents orally um, they have a deeper message or and I I guess um, have tell a story about our beginnings in some sense are these does, does does this resonate for the stories that you tell as being, like, I don't know if origin stories is the right way to tell it, but um, I guess going into those fables without the sort of Hansel and Gretel connotation of a fable.
0: Yeah, uh, the the ones we've uh, been putting into picture book, they're, um, they're kind of uh, different in that they're actually, um, I guess you call them like pre-literate um, um, ways of... Um, um putting um like very like specific technical information uh through the generations, for example, the mouse and the octopus is actually uh it's like a I think they called new new mnemonic stories. Um and it's uh is to um help with the creation of a specific lure that is um used for uh um for fishing for octopus. Um the other one the worm and the whale is it's about, uh, the, the seasonal, I think, what's the, what's all the, the, the seasonal similarities between the yam planting and when whales will return to the Tongan waters. Sure. And so you have, you had, uh, it, it was about just, um, teaching how, what part of the years you would be farming and what part of the years you'd be, um, whaling back when it was, whales were considered a food source in Tonga.
1: Yeah, so it really um, is the passing of that information
0: um, yeah, for a story. Uh, um, I'm what, sorry, did you have?
1: It? Oh no, sorry, that was me talking over you. And I apologise yeah. for that. <laughs> okay. Um, what prompted the decision uh, for you to tell these stories in your way?
0: Um, I was, I was in Montreal a couple of years ago. I was, I was living there, and. Uh, I was at this party and I was talking to this guy it was quite late at night and he was like really going off because he was he had just um, read um, a book by I think uh, by a thing called Micmac it's like the local um, the Indige people from so sort of the the area where it was which is um, sort of like East Coast and he was saying how boring they were these stories and sort of just like um, just to simplify what the stories was it was like a young child to stay with the old man and he wakes up in the middle of the night and the old man's gone so he goes outside and he sees these little prints in the in the snow and you know they give a very um like a very like detailed description of what the prints were and he, he realizes that say I can't remember like a snow hare, and he realizes the old man's actually shapeshifter and then so he goes back to sleep and the next night happens again and he goes out and there's a small prince in the snow and another description and he realized the old man had something transformed into you know an elk and he said it just goes on and on and on and I was listening to him and I was like man it's so crazy I I would bet anything if we had just driven him out into the country at that moment he would be a lot better at tracking like mm. animals and, and identifying sort of like what the, the surrounding food sources may be than he would ever guess and it had all happened like this story had downloaded very detailed technical information right into his brain, and he didn't even realize it. And so that's when I thought back on a story that I heard, which was the first story that we did, which was um, the the mouse and octopus, and how just a very simple story could um, uh, really transmit uh, very precise um, information.
1: And it is very precise.
0: It was was, just a new way of transmitting information as opposed to say, you know, like uh you no know, like a written like a textbook or, or a diagram. I, I just, the whole thing was it was really interesting.
1: Yeah, we're far more likely to remember information given to us in a picture book than we often are in a textbook. <laughs> yeah. Um that's really cool. Um so I mean did you start with the pictures or did you start with the writing?
0: Um Trying to remember, it also sort of, (laughs) it, um, started, uh, kind of a mess. I think I would have started with the writing. That's certainly what I do now. Um, and then just because it sort of like creates like framework that you can work from. Um, I sort of knew I wanted to be about 500 words. And I knew I wanted to be about, they wanted to be, uh, like, Twelve separate illustrations, so then you take the five hundred words and you you break it down into twelve um, paragraphs basically it's something that would like be coherent and um, would make sense to have it um, written in that form um, um, from page to page and then and then from yeah and then from there just sort of the the sort of the format of it and and how it's going to look comes from that.
1: Well, you made it sound easy, but I bet it wasn't. <laughs> so, what was it like to be a, a um, nominated or finalist for the um, book awards? Because this was your first? Uh, was, this was your first publication.
0: Yeah, it was the first one. It was yeah, it was a bit it was a surreal. It wasn't quite. Sh- it, it wasn't um, uh, like to be honest. I was really shocked that someone else had even read it. It was, it didn't, like it wasn't, it was, um, so just some backstory. Um, we, um, uh, I I put together like a little like package illustrations, the, the manuscript, I think I did like three illustrations and sent them around and got like two responses from publishing houses. Um, but nothing beyond that, and so uh, you were sort of put in this a uh, limbo of like, do we just keep on sending these packages out, and then they they always say wait, you know, three to six months, and then if we don't reply, then that's you know that's your answer. I mean, they they don't they put it a bit nicer than that, but and so you're sort of like in this spot where are you just gonna sit around for like a couple months? waiting for the phone not to ring. Mm. And so me, uh, my my two sisters and my mother, we just started our own publishing company and did it that way. So,
1: <laughs> As you do, yeah. Okay.
0: So <laughs> when, when <laughs> yeah, and just literally like you would, <laughs> you know, we went through the whole process. It was really tedious and, and long because, you know, when you're doing something like that, you learn every lesson the hard way and the long way. But I um, and it just got to the point where we just went to going to all the the independent bookstores, um, and you know, showing them the book, and then you know, they actually got a really good response. I would say the New Zealand um, independent bookstore community in New Zealand is like probably been the number one um, reason for how we've been able to like just you know. Uh, just keep it going and come up with new titles, just like really supportive. Uh-huh. But anyway, so yeah, so you walk in and they go, oh, that's nice. Um We'll say you know, one. <laughs> and it's like okay, cool. And then, you know, a little while later, they'll email you and be like, we sold that one. Can we have another one? <laughs> you go, give them another one, and you just go from there. And then they, you know, you, you just sort of slowly, incrementally build up over time. So anyway, that's the backstory of when. I uh we did find out we had been shortlisted. It was it was um yeah, it was it was a bit strange. Because <laughs> we didn't well, honestly there was no reason for me to make anyone else I was reading it.
1: I'm um really glad you persevered. Uh, I've only got a minute left. Um so I don't get to ask you about your upcoming projects because I it sounds like you've got a couple on the go. But certainly, um you've got a workshop this coming Sunday. Uh it's four five to ten year olds, but of course anybody is welcome to come along and there will be some reading as well. Um, that's 12.30 to one thirty Sunday the 18th of October. Will you be available for anyone who wants to ask any further questions?
0: Anything. Um, I, I do have some ideas of what kids might be interesting, but ultimately our families are meant just and you know, what, whatever the kids um, are into. Oh, so and the adults too. <laughs> Just it, it is well. Whoever turns up, you you will have the workshop that you want because you know you can. Uh, I'm I'm open to anything.
1: That's awesome. Thank you so much for uh, joining us okay. this morning. Thank you. Uh, That's Lisala Halapua here Is an illustrator and uh, author Who will be at the Wakata Museum This coming Sunday for a a free workshop Thanks to Hamilton Book Month And the sponsors who support them Um, I recommend heading along to that one We're planning on uh, going Uh, The books, uh, you should check it out Under Talanoa Books um, But they are gorgeous Illustrations and obviously, as we've learnt, um, also really informative uh, stories that are being passed on in that uh, that media.
0: Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash freefm89 to find out more.